You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, family? What's good? Hey. Why y'all looking all sad? Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man. Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
Good evening and good evening. Yes, good evening. It is December the 9th, 2021, and welcome to Learner's Lounge Thursday. You are in the lounge tonight with Critically Acclaimed Bishop, founder and overseer of the Greater All Nations, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. Yes, you heard it here live. He is 60 years of a bishop. He is our national prelate at Greater All Nations, conveniently located at 8516 South Compton Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. Tonight you are in the lounge, and we are learning what thus saith the Lord. So I am just so elated and so excited today, you guys, that we're in the lounge, and we're absolutely learning in the lounge tonight. So it's just amazing that you're here tonight. You know, every Wednesday and Thursday, I do inspiration, and so, you know, first, I'm just grateful that we're back another Thursday on the air. You people inspire me, those in radio land. You guys inspire me because of you. First, we thank God because of God first. He allows us to have the opportunity to come on Wednesday nights and a Thursday night. Wednesday nights will be per night. The Wednesdays that we're on, it is thrown room on Wednesday. And then on Thursday nights allows us to come on in the Learner's Lounge Thursday where we're learning what thus saith the Lord from the man of God himself through God. We're learning everything there is to learn about God. So that's always an awesome opportunity. So we're just grateful nonetheless that we have the opportunity to, in fact, learn the Bible. So when we talk about inspiration, like I said, you guys are absolutely my inspiration because of you listening and sharing. You guys matter to us, and we enjoy being able to have positive, influential content that you guys can, of course, share and fellowship with. And when you do Learners Lounge Thursday, you are feasting spiritually off of what the Word of God has to say. And, yes, Dr. Mora, he's ready, ready, ready every Thursday that we're on the air to break it down to you without any hiccups in the plan. Everything goes according to plan. So this is absolutely why we're so elated that you guys could be on today with us. We appreciate you for even joining us every time you get on the air. That really, really, really does us good. So we're just elated for that, that you guys are able to be on with us, and we are so appreciative of that every time you come on the air. So for my inspiration today, it's you. Like I keep saying, you, you're the inspiration for tonight. You're the reason why I smile when I get to do the broadcast because you listeners in Radio Land, in the 64 countries that we're in across the globe, you guys listen week after week. You share our show. You're telling others about us. So if I could give an award tonight, It will be to you, the people's choice. It will be me giving you listeners an award because we're grateful that you share our show. So keep sharing. Keep doing what you do. We have some fabulous stuff coming all next year. We'll have more announcements with greater content. We're going to have a YouTube channel that our bishop will be on next year. We have a ton of stuff. We also have our online church coming stronger and better next year. So if you are in the L.A. area, please come down to church services Sunday mornings at 11.30 a.m. if you're ever in California, in Los Angeles. But if you're not and you say, well, I still want to be a part of your church, I listen to your radio ministry Wednesdays and Thursdays, I'm checking you out, how can I be a part of your church? Well, if you know anything about social media 
and you're on Facebook anytime. You can go to Blessings by Grace Radio on Sundays, and you can check out our lives. We're next year going to have a brand new website up where you guys can follow All Things Greater All Nations, the name of our church, All Things Blessings by Grace Radio. You'll be able to keep in tune with your pastor, your bishop. You know him. You love him. Your doctor, who's always in most Wednesdays and Thursdays, he's in the Apple Valley studio ready to take your prayers, your petitions, praise reports, testimonies, and complaints, if there are any, to the throne of grace, to the good holy master, so he can answer them at a moment's notice. And then on Thursday, he's ready to break down the religious barriers and give you the unadulterated gospel the way God has only given it to him without any adding or taking away from God's word. He gives it to you raw and uncut. And that's the way we want God's word to be. We want the real truth and nothing but that truth, the unadulterated gospel. And I can just say this about our bishop. What he teaches on air or Sundays in church, what he teaches or preaches to you, what you've heard him say forevermore is a life he is living day in and day out without even so much as a second guess. He lives the life that God has designed for him. And this is a life that we want to model after. We want to, like they say in business, we want to model the master. This is somebody you can take his word and you, and it'll hold its heavy weight. So I'm just grateful every time we come on on Thursday night because I like to learn, learn, learn. So welcome to the lounge. The doctor is in the lounge tonight, and he will teach with you right now. So thank you for the Inspiration Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, the doc is in. And he's ready to teach us all. Are you ready? Let's go to class. God bless you. God bless you and Radio Land tonight. Amen. We thank God tonight. Amen. For that great inspiration coming from Amen. I was one of our young members. Amen. My granddaughter, Kitasha, tonight, always speaking words of encouragement, amen, to those that have an ear to hear. God bless the radio land tonight. This is Dr. Moore coming to you on this Thursday night, as we often do. We, amen, going to get right into the word of God tonight. Have your spiritual ears open. Amen, that you can hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. I pray, amen, tonight that you all prosper and is in good health. We live in, amen, pretty close to the end of this year. And let us pray much one for another, amen, that God may allow us to see another year. We can do better. Amen, next year than what we did this year. Let us get into the word of God tonight from Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 and 20. Matthew chapter 28, 18 and 20. St. Mark, 16, 15 through 20. St. Mark, 16, 15 through 20. And also St. Luke, 24, 47 through 49. That's St. Luke 24, 47, and 29. Jesus speaking to us tonight through Matthew, the man, 28, chapter, verse 18 
through 20. Jesus and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Mark picks it up and says, and he says unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believeth. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord has spoke unto them, he was received into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. And they went forward and preached where the Lord worked with them and confirming the word with signs following. Luke picks it up and says, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witness of these things. And behold, I will send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endowed with power from upon high. The Lord is speaking to us tonight from Matthews, Mark, and Luke of the great commission that he gave to his disciples and told them what to do. All they had to do was to follow his commandments of what he had said. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. He gave them instruction told them how to be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. He said, Lo, 
I am with you always, even until the end of the world. The Lord lets you know that he's he with us always, even to the end of the world, no matter, amen, what we go through with going through with this great commission that the Lord has told us to do, what we are to experience, whether we love or whether we hate. Jesus says, I'm with you. Jesus commissioned his disciples to take the gospel to the whole world. And I believe, amen, this is being done right today, more rapidly than what we think it is, because we didn't come into the age of technology now, and technology is so advanced. Until, amen, you can be in one place and speak to the whole world. That was the commission that the Lord gave to his disciples. And at that time, they couldn't do that. They only to go to city to city. But now look at us in 20 and 21. We can go all over the world because of the advancement of what we call technology. The Lord Jesus spoke, and when he spoke, he said, all power is given unto me, all power. If you can hear that tonight, that ought to let you know how powerful that Jesus is when he says, not some power, but all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Yes. If you understand who he is, you can accept that. Because he is in heaven and he is in earth. But he want to let them know that all power is given to him. If anything is going to be done, it has to be done through and by him. He gave them this great commission. He said, go, go, go. I wonder tonight if Jesus have called you, have you responded to this commission? Are you going? You don't have to go overseas. You can go into your neighborhood and preach the gospel. But he said, go ye therefore and teach. First of all, he said, teach them. They need to be set down and they need to be taught the word of God. Teach them. Teach all nations. No matter what race, creed, color, or ethnic group they may be, teach all nations. Baptize them. They need to be buried in water in the name of of Jesus Christ. Notice he said, baptize them I in, in the name. And let me amen. Father, that he said, baptize them in the, you got to be baptized in the correct name. Father is not a name. 
Son is not a name, and Holy Ghost is not a name. But he said, baptize him in the name. What is the name? The name is Jesus. Baptize them in the name. Teach them to observe all things. Whatsoever I command you. And lo, I am with you always. I can testify to that. It's been over uh, about 61 years now. And I can testify that he has been with me always. When I doubted, he was with me. When I didn't know what, which way to go, he was with me. He will be with you always, even to the end of the world. This great commission, amen, that Jesus gave his disciples. And if you are a believer tonight, he was not only talking to the 12 at that time, but if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you also are a disciple. You have been disciplined by the word of God. And we must go out and teach what the word of God is telling us to teach. When we talk about a commission, we talk about a service is a powerful time where the commission agent party of individuals, communication, and an assignment of responsibility. We talk about, amen, we got a responsibility. And when you have a responsibility, if you're going to be faithful to that responsibility, you can't let nobody deter you for what you know that God has sent you to do. You've got to have trust. You've got to have confidence to an individual or to a group receiving this commission. When you send, send them out, you ought to have trust in them that they are going out to obey Jesus. It is important tonight. Amen. When God sends us out, we ought to go out with a mandate saying, amen, we are going out to obey him that sent us. Missionary prepares to minister. Oversee, use, experience a service in which the sending agent commission them to go and represent their church. When they go to a foreign country, missionary, they go, amen, is to represent their church. They don't go with their own opinion to say amen what they're going to do. 
But they go, amen, with the greatest faith and hope of what their church has told them to go and preach the gospel. It is all about what the church has told them to do when they go on a mission, and that is to go and preach Jesus Christ. That should be our same adventure in our day and time now. It should not be about us, but it should be about Jesus. He said, go and preach. Go ye into the world and preach to all nations. In each instant, these individuals undergo a former time a commission. They receive, they receive the challenge and assignment alone with the companion responsibility, the work to which they have been commissioned to. It's not a lively thing when the Lord sends you out into this world and tell you to go out there and preach the gospel. You don't never know what you're going to run into, who you're going to run into. Sometimes you run into people that is very encouraging. And they're saying you've done a great work. Then there are times you run into people that don't want to hear the name of Jesus. But the Lord has told you to go preach. As Paul would say, Preach in season and preach out of season. Preach when they want to hear you and preach when they don't want to hear you. I know you're human and I know you have feelings, amen, but you got to preach the gospel. There's an old thing, we can't sugarcoat it. You got to, amen, let your words be yay, yay, and nay, nay. Preach the word. Including, amen, in this time of commission is the communication of the will and the purpose of the body that is ordained of the one that's sending them, preaching the word. Believers also have to receive their commission from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let the Lord send you. Don't go out on your own. You make sure that the Lord has sent you. No matter how, what great desire you may have to go, make sure the Lord has sent you. Because if the Lord don't be allowed, it ain't going to stand. So amen, make sure that the Lord has sent you. We often refer, amen, to it as the Great Commission. Amen, this commission, amen, that God has sent us. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, not some nations. We don't teach them different 
doctrine. We teach them the same doctrine that Jesus told us to teach. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. And when you baptize them, you baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Father. Not in the name Father, but in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I command you, and lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. That's a blessing is to hear, amen. That comes from amen, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, that you know Jesus will be with you even until the end of the world. He went on further and stated, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world. I believe, amen, we are at a time cross now that the gospel, amen, is being preached to all the world. Every nation now, amen, the word of God is translated in their language, and they are understanding, amen, the gospel. And the Bible tells us, amen, when this gospel is preached unto all the world, he said, then shall the end be. Oh, amen, look at us. We are amen commissioned is to continue to preach until the end. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, amen, to every creature. Amen. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. The gospel is not about, amen, not some more. It's about Jesus Christ. Paul says, I don't want to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Don't bring me anything else, amen. Preach the gospel. Amen. It says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Amen. The Lord commands us to be baptized. Every believer must be baptized. But baptism alone will not save you. You've got to continue in this gospel in order to be saved. He that believeth. And is baptized, shall, that word shall give a continuation. They shall be saved. But he that believes not shall be damned. If you don't believe, you're only hurting yourself. And these signs shall follow them that believe it. Now we got a lot of believers out there. We got a lot of people confessing Jesus Christ. You got a lot of folks say, man, I love Jesus and I know Jesus. But they don't have no signs behind them. Or they don't have no signs with them. The Bible tells us. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, in the name of Jesus, shall they cast out devils. You ought to have some power. If you got Jesus, you ought to have some dunamis power. You ought to be able to cast out devils. For these signs is not following many believers. 
They shall speak with new tongues. There's a tongue that the Lord himself give all believers. Now you say you're a believer. Are you obeying the word of God? Amen. Isn't that Bishop talking tonight? I'm saying, are you obeying the word of God? They should take up serpents. Not no natural serpent. Amen. We're talking about natural serpent. But it says, and if they drink any deadly thing, that means, amen, somebody that will bring you words of poison, words of disencouragement. You can drink it. But it ain't going to hurt you. It ain't going to hurt you, amen, because somebody's bring you words, amen, that is not pleasant to your spirit. That is a spirit of serpent. They should take up serpent, and if they drink any deadly thing, it should not hurt them. They should lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. These are the words of Jesus. Now, beloved, what's wrong with the church today? Why don't we see these miracles being performed in the church as Jesus said they should be? It is simply, man, because many times we're not obeying Jesus. We're not living up to the quota say that we're supposed to. So then, as the Lord has spoke unto them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God. Now, that word right hand means the righteousness of God. He set on the right hand of God. God is a spirit. You don't have a left hand and a right hand. God is a spirit. And he set on the righteousness of God, letting us know that he is righteousness. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God, and they went forward and they preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. And when you preach the word of God, no matter where you go, amen, the Lord is going to work with you with signs and wonders. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. He said, I'm God, and I change this now. And confirming the word with signs that follow them. That's what St. Mark picked up, Mark 16, 15 through 20. He was confirming his word with signs. I see the Lord still, amen, manifesting himself in power today. And when signs do come, amen, believers even think it's strange. For another believer is to lay hand, amen, on somebody and cast out demons. Believers even take a strength. But all the word of God has already told us 
You should lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. We should not be amazed, amen, about that in this 20th century that we're living in now. People often reserve the word close to their heart for the time just before the conclusion of their conversation or just before they leave. The word close to Jesus' heart, it involves the purpose of the church, of his church. Let me say, man, that's another thing. People say, Bishop, your church is doing this and your church is doing that. I don't have a church. I'm just a shepherd. I'm just, amen, in a spot where Jesus has told me to preach the gospel. The church belongs to Jesus. It don't belong to me. And it don't belong to no man. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will be of my church. And the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church belongs to Jesus Christ. The words, amen, close to Jesus' heart, amen, involve the purpose, amen, of his church. His commission to all believers to proclaim the good news of salvation to all peoples everywhere. <coughs> Amen. That is what we should be doing now like never before. Claiming the good news of Jesus Christ. No matter, amen, how harsh this world is with sin, we must be out there letting them know, amen, that Jesus loved them, Jesus died for them, and Jesus will forgive them of their sins. We need to preach the gospel like never before. And the Lord will empower us. He will do things in you that you can't do, amen, within yourself if you really get out there and preach the gospel. There is no greater purpose expressed in the scripture for the church than for the believers to evangelize Amen, and the disciples, their world for Jesus Christ. We need, amen, we need some, amen, young evangelists. We need some old evangelists. We need, amen, the people of God to come together and evangelize the world, spread the gospel like never before, having that same mind, being a one accord. For Satan has come in. It brought division among the church. Everybody got his own doctrine. Everybody got their own song. A house that is divided can't stand. We must preach what Jesus preached. We must teach what Jesus taught. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. Go ye. Therefore, and teach all nations. Are you teaching all nations? Amen. Are you baptizing? Amen. Men and women in the uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. 
There is salvation in none other name except the name of Jesus. Come on, church. You got to be buried in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin. Jesus' powerful mandate. <coughs> Excuse me. In Jesus' great commission to his church, he clearly gave a mandate to the believers. A mandate. Here's an authoritative commandment. Especially, it's a form of order from a superior court or officer to an inferior one. Jesus left no questions as to the responsibility of his people. We got a responsibility. This charge is left up to us. Jesus gave it to us. Matthew 10 and 80 says, heal the sick. We got sick all around us, both physically, mentally, and emotionally. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leprosy. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received and freely give. That's the mandate Jesus gave us. Matthew twenty eight nineteen included Amen the idea of teaching or proclaiming the gospel. Go and teach, teach. That's the mandate of Christ to his church, involving, amen, more than only proclaiming or teaching the message. He has called us to make disciples. We got to, amen, make disciples. Disciples want to make us now, but amen, Jesus told us to make disciples. We do not make disciples through one preaching the message or one talk. Let's rather we make disciples through a systematic instruction that builds or edifies and establish an individual in their faith. You got to teach them how to be a disciple. We're all amen. People to just get up today, especially the young people today, sometimes they feel an urge that God has called them to preach. And they haven't been through nothing. They haven't been trained. But the Lord said, make disciples. You got to build something in them. They got to be, amen, edified. They got to be established, an individual in the faith. Amen, you got to make sure you can trust them. If you don't build nothing in them, you don't teach them, how do you know you can trust them? Jesus Christ mentioned in Matthew 28, 19, and 20 at least three elements that are necessary to make disciples. And the first one, he said, go. Go first, Jesus commanded. 
that we may go to all nations. But Jesus is not going to send us out there naked. He ain't going to send us out there blind. If you go, the Lord is going to equip you to go. The Greek word translated nation in Matthew 28 and 29 is ethana, which includes our idea of going to other countries. But it means more than that, a race as of the same habit or tribe. In the King James Version, the word translated as Gentiles or heathen. Amen. It means a, 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 a nation of people. Go into the world and other words just saying, preach the word of God unto humanity. No matter what race they is, no matter what creed, no matter what color they are, what language they speak, preach the word of God. If God sends you to a foreign language and you can't speak that language, God's going to give you somebody that is able to translate it. God is not going to send you somewhere that they don't understand you and you don't understand them. The gospel is not only for North America. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not only for North America or for those who inhabit the Western Hemisphere. The gospel of Jesus Christ is for every living human being on the planet, regardless of race. Color. It don't make any difference, amen, who you are. The gospel is for everybody. Whether one lives in a hut or a teepee or a tent or a mason, the gospel is especially designed for him. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life free. Revelation 22 and 17 says, you can take the water of life free. If you dry, if you out there dried up tonight, and you don't feel like no life is in you, I will recommend you to come to Jesus. Drink of the water of life that is free. The Lord will give you water of life that you won't have to thirst no more. And that is through his word. How can we evangelize the world if we neither go beyond our normal borders? We can't if we don't go beyond our normal borders. God got those, amen, he knows to send beyond our normal borders. If you can't, amen, sometimes go to a foreign country, you can help those that are going to a foreign country is to preach the gospel. God will still reward you. 
and you're still evangelizing the gospel of Jesus Christ. To take the gospel to, amen, the world requires money. It takes manpower. We already have the missions and the message Jesus gave those to us. We just never fund an available individual to go so that we can win our world for Jesus. We need individuals willing to go, to give, and to go. But praise the Lord, amen. God is fulfilling that as we speak now. There are missionaries all over the world. And, you know, I pray they're preaching the real gospel, the bearer of the death and the resurrection. I pray, amen, they're preaching. You have to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When they go, amen, he's baptizing them. We go. We are to baptize believers. It is essential for a person to believe if he is to be saved. It's very essential for a person to believe. If you're going to be saved, you've got to believe. You've got to believe that Jesus Christ is and that he will reward those that diligently seek him. You've got to believe. Believing, amen, is the first step towards a relationship with God. For without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. That's Hebrew 11 and 6. If you don't have faith in the Lord, you can't please him. You've got to, amen, make sure that he come to be Lord of your life. And to be Lord of your life means that he rules you. You don't rule anymore. He is your master. He don't want to tell you and direct you in the way that you should go. He can only, we can only build a redemption relationship with Jesus Christ on the foundation of faith. You've got to believe it. You've got to build, amen, a redemption Amen. Relationship with Jesus Christ on faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You've got to believe, amen. And I believe, amen, with all my heart that Jesus is who he said he is. A vital, as vital as believers is, however, he does not abide alone in the redemption process. Baptism also is vital. In order for a person to receive salvation, according to Mark 16 and 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not, shall be damned. And like figure, whereunto, even baptism does not, even baptism does also now save us. Not the putting away of the 
filthiness of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's First Peter 3 and 21. It's good to be baptized. It's good to obey that commission. But baptism alone is not going to save you. You've got to go a little bit further. First, the mold. First, the mode of water baptism is to be by immersion. Amen. You got to bury, not sprinkle, but you got to bury, amen, that individual down in water. Jesus was buried in the earth for three long days, three long nights. You got to be buried in water. That's a type of the death of Jesus Christ. You got to emerge them, amen, in water. And when you're down in that water, amen, you must believe, amen, that the Lord is done forgave you for your sin or your sin is being washed away. Based on the meaning of the Greek word for baptism, it's baptism. Sprinkling with water does not qualify. The word means to make well, fully wet. You got to get fully wet. Use it only in the New Testament. The ceremony absolutely expressed. Or the ordination of a Christian baptism. You got to be buried in Jesus' name. I probably do dip or repeat repeatedly the emerging or submerging to clean by dipping or by submerging to wash, to make clean with water. Luke 11.38. Metaphorically, to overwhelm, the definition clearly reveals that true Christian baptism involves emerging into water. Now, I pray, amen, that is how you, amen, been baptized. You have been immersed into water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That is, amen, uh, interestingly, amen, when Philip baptized, amen, the Ethiopian eunuch, they went down both into the water, Acts 8, 38 and 39. They both went down into the water. <coughs> you got to be buried today, amen. Today they're making it so that, amen, they don't want to get, we don't want to get wet no more. But when you know the principles of being baptized, amen, you don't mind getting wet. Praise the Lord, because you're burying a soul. The Lord began to let us know, amen, and he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into water, both Philip and the eunuch. 
and he baptized him. And when they were coming up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. And the eunuch in him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. Amen. According to the Spirit of the Lord. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I'm saying tonight to every born again believer, the Lord has given us a commandment. The Lord has given us a, a mandate. Let us preach the word of God like never before. Time is running out. This is Dr. Moore saying, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Let us pray one for another.